everyone. You're listening to Ed Young Radio, Ed Pastors Fellowship Church, and we want to thank you for listening with us. These next few minutes together can change your life, and you can always hear more by visiting edyoung.com. Enjoy the message. I'm Ed. This is my wife, Lisa. We've written 14 books on the subject. I've had the opportunity, Lisa, to lecture all over the place about this, and the thing is, God's way works. You know, God's not playing. God's not giving us suggestions. He's saying, okay, here's the deal. You either follow it or not. And quite frankly, if we follow it, I'm telling you, success will occur. Because Lisa, I've never met a person, ever, who sincerely said, I'm gonna do life, I'm gonna do family God's way. I've never met a person whose life is screwed up when they truly live it out. I've not met that person yet. Now, I've met a lot of people who've said, oh, I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna do that, whatever, but they don't live it out. But living it out, Lisa, that's where it's at. And we'll just have a seat here. Yeah, thank you, honey. I wanted to, yeah, um, I mean, Ed and I have just entered a new phase of life. Our daughter, Landra, son-in-law, Brad, and oh, Sterling. And yes. so I love being a grandma. You like being a granddad? I love it. It's awesome. But a couple of months ago or before she was born, uh, let's see, she's two months old. So we went to the baby store to do the registry and everything. And I was blown away. Yeah, have you been to a baby store lately? Blown away. Unbelievable, the paraphernalia. It's unreal. I mean, like, like I'm thinking to myself, do you need all of this stuff in order to raise a child? I mean, seriously? In fact, I, I mean, just simply wipe, wipe warmers. That's hard to say really fast. Wipe, wipe warmers. Wipe warmers. Hmm. I hope our children weren't like, you know, if they're not going to be scarred for life because they had cold wipes on mm-hmm. their behinds. I don't know. But I mean, you're just looking at all this stuff thinking, okay, do we need it all? What do we really need? I think that's the question that we have to ask ourselves as parents as we, as we raise our children and as we focus on mm-hmm. how to do this thing in a winning manner. What do we need? What do we have to do? And that's what we're going to unpack today. Because yeah, I think people too, Lisa, let me interrupt you for a second because you sure. know I love to interrupt. I know. But it's okay. People, people don't realize, and I said this just a little bit earlier, that God has set us up to win, and the Christian life is about the win. So it's not like we're defensive and like we're paranoid and poor pitiful me. It's not like our dauber is down all the time and we're all depressed and despondent. Just the opposite is true. We're fighting from victory, not for it. We're trying to secure that. So the family, I want you to get this down. This might be the tweet of the day. The family is the ultimate fight. So the ultimate fight is the family because fighting for the family is the ultimate. Did you hear that? The ultimate fight is for the family because fighting for the family is the ultimate. Yet we're fighting not for victory, we're fighting from it. And once we understand that, if you're in a dating relationship, if you're a single parent, if you're in a nuclear family with 2.3 kids, once we understand that, it's like, whoa. Because the Bible says, Lisa, in Romans 8, 37. It says, we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. Did you hear that? More More than than conquerors. conquerors. And I 
I'm, I'm just assuming that because all these beautiful young families and, that, and at all of our different locations, that, you know, sometimes you don't feel like a conqueror. You feel like you're just barely, you know, got your head above the water and or right there, just barely making it. And I'm telling you, you have to remind yourself about from what scripture says about you. You are more than conquerors. We are winners, but we have to make the choice and decide in advance the priorities on how to build the vision for our family. Because we choose our choices, but we don't choose our consequences. In other words, I could eat like crap, I could choose that, and you know, the consequences aren't gonna be too pretty. On the other hand, I could eat clean, paleo, you know, and, and, and uh, maybe vegan or whatever is hot, and then, you know, I, I will look a certain way. And the same is true, honey, when it comes to the whole parenting game. Because I, I think this is funny, we look like our parents. I mean, even though, you know, we try not to, we look like our parents. So when we're born, we look like our parents, but when we die, we look like our choices. So the decisions that you make and I make were the net effect of it. We end up looking like that. And, and, and that's, that's the and whole parents, consequences thing. And parents, we have some choices to make. Yes, we do. We have some choices to make that are so, uh, the, the, the consequences are so huge and the consequences can be so positive in our lives. We want to give you an acrostic because acrostic- And this is in one of our books too. Yeah. The, I think. Did this acrostic? I'm not sure. Yeah, it's in Kid CEO. Okay. Well, we want to give you an acrostic because for sleep-deprived people, which I'm assuming there are some sleep-deprived people, these parents, the, um, an acrostic is easy to kind of, you know, remember, you know? So kids, that's kind of the focus today. Kids, K-I-D-S. Knowledge that's grounded. Intimacy that's intentional. Discipline that's consistent. And structure that is Strategic. I like that. Kids. I do too. Kids. Knowledge that's grounded, Ed. What is Knowledge. that all about? Well, the Bible gives us the 411. I mean, you're talking about keeping it real. The Bible does. The Bible shows us the good, the bad, and the ugly about people, even about parents. I can give you great examples of great parents in the Bible, and I can give you examples of parents. And I'm asking myself, what were they smoking? And I love that about the reality of it. So it's one thing to have knowledge, yet we're not a church of just knowledge. Knowledge is important, that's one half of it. The Bible was not written for our information, just our information. It was written for our transformation. You've gotta have the information, then you apply what has written the knowledge and you live it out. So, so, so God has given us, Lisa, this amazing knowledge, and we have an opportunity, inspired and fueled by the Holy Spirit of God, to live this out, to win. And, and, and that's what God wants us to do. So no matter what age and stage, you know, the, the information is, is there. And one of the frustrating things about leading a, a church is, is, you know, we talk to a kaleidoscopic range of people. People cycle through here once a month, once a year, once every other year. And I can tell just by looking at them, just by seeing the lack of involvement, the lack of church attendance, I can predict with 100% accuracy what's gonna happen 
to that couple living together, what's gonna happen? To that person smoking weed and getting high every other day, to that couple and their kids who are chasing the AAU dream who only show up here once a month, I can tell you with amazing accuracy what's going to happen. And I'm like, come on, man. Come on, man. Get your game in gear. Show up here. And God is going to deposit amazing information and application into your life. And, and, and the, 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 the second part of this acrostic is intimacy, Lisa. The intimacy that's intentional because intimacy is all about relationships. Yeah, and when you're married, intimacy flows a little bit easier and more natural because it's just, you know, you and your spouse. Oh, yeah. And it's like, oh, this is easy. But when you put a child in the mix, I mean, we can give you another acrostic for that, kids. Keeping intimacy at a distance successfully. That That is also Is that one brilliant? That you could, yes. And so because you, it's pretty much no money, no sex, no time. Once you have a kid, and some of you are like, oh, no, not me, my brother. And some of oh, no, not me and my man. I don't care what you look like, what you have, what you don't have. We all deal with these issues. And you're going to wake up after you have a little bouncing baby and go, no sex, no money, no time. No sex, no money, no time. What do you do with that? That's reality. What and do you, because what do you we do? don't want to end on a negative note, we're no. going to ha- give you instruction exactly. on how to navigate through that, how to plan ahead, how to prioritize intimacy. Then D, discipline. Discipline that's consistent. How do you discipline your children? You know, Ed and I, uh, he's the fun parent. I'll just tell you, he's the one that's a lot more fun. Ask our children. He, for discipline for him, you know, sometimes he gets a little sidetracked. He's a little ADD, so he might tell the kids, you know, this is your discipline, but he forgets to follow up with the consequences. And I'm like, you know, honey, it might be good if you said to go to your room that you actually watch them go up the stairs. But I've learned a lot from you. I've learned a ton from you. I've learned to, to do a better job. Yeah. But I'm, I'm just a little bit more hardlined. I was a school teacher. You know, I've got rules and I'm enforcing the rules. And But Ed's the fun one. So you need to talk. How are you going to discipline? How do you bring that consistency and Lisa, so that this you're on the same benign. page? benign. Some of the oh. single people out here, they're like, oh, this doesn't even relate to me. I are wish that me? I had heard oh. this when I was single. I wish Gosh. that I had known this. You know, Ed and I talked about the fact that we didn't have pre-marriage counseling before we got married. And that was a difficult thing. Mistake. You know, to... to Turnover. You know, figure out, well, wouldn't it be great? I mean, pre-parenting classes. Yes. Well, that's basically what we're helping you with is getting ready before you're in the throes of it. That leads us to the structure that's strategic. You have to decide in advance that you're going to have in play those things that, that highlight and underscore the values that God intended for your family. There's no place but the local church that highlights and underscores those values. Ed and I unashamedly attribute the success of our parenting to Fellowship Church. No doubt. And we're four for four. Four for four. They're not perfect. No. We're not perfect. No, But they the love God. They're serving the house. They are seeking to do his will. And you cannot ask for more success than that. I don't care if your child ends up in the NBA, the NFL, some famous soccer league. I don't know what it is. That's not as important as serving God and loving him with oh, all Oh, no heart. doubt. So don't make the mistake of chasing the dream that not does not matter. That's okay, but the first and foremost priority 
is structuring your family for success. Liz, you won't believe what I found. I was uh, in my office doing some filming between services for a big end of year thing we're doing, and I'll tell you a little bit more about it. And I came across this journal that was hidden from me, and I have some wraps, some, 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 some bars that I've written about the family. Okay. And I just happened to thumb through, us, through this. I was like, look at this. Do you mind if I do a little rap for you? I mean, this is like, she had no idea I was gonna do it, and I just, I just like this stuff, I do. I'll just um, fold my Bible. No, no, it's just. <laughs> it's all over I'm gonna, I'm gonna, um, I want to get Derek. Okay, I can't. I'm, hey, hey, kids, don't leave the path, cause you'll experience serious wrath. Give mom and dad a massive break. Sometime parents gonna make a mistake. Understand that authority comes from above. You know God is all about love, a God of discipline and justice too, who always has the best for you. Somebody, oh, Eminem, can you say Marshall Mathers? Gotta be consistent, very resistant, super proficient, not by accident. Oh, now. That's his secret dream to be a hip hop. In the artist. colossal crazy mess, diapers, dish pans, and all the rest. All these kids running the show. Hey, mom and dad, what's up, yo? <laughs> Family order is the name of the game. If it ain't cracking, you'll go insane. God and spouse, and then your kids. If it gets inverted, you'll hit your lid uh, every single week. <laughs> have them in church. If you ignore it, you'll live in a lurch. Do what you can to have them in the house. If you don't, you'll raise the louse. Teaching and training and them to leave. That's God's plan. Once you conceive, to help them receive and then believe. <laughs> oh my goodness. Wow. I don't know what to say. That was awesome. That was so good. You know, and it's fun to, to rap. And, and this is true. This and is it's true. Yes. But this article was talking about little things that get in, that, that kind of change from when you're married to having children. Just little, in, what oh, seems yes. like insignificant How about household things. chores? But, okay, before you have a kid, and again, I'm talking to, to couples, you don't have kids yet. Household chores, yeah, whatever. You know, we'll get to them. And, and, you know, there's a little bit of an urgency. Once you crank out a child, Everything becomes urgent. You, you better do it. So chores that maybe you did um, as a couple yep. and you were both dual income, maybe now one stays at home and one doesn't and you're trying to split the chores up or you're keeping score with the chores. Like, well, I did this, so, hmm. Guys, don't yeah. try that game. We lose every time. So, a suggestion. It's like a blowout. But, you know, she's 37 and we're like three. You don't, you're not going to keep score and, when. And Ed and no. I grew up very differently when it came to chores. My sister and I, I have one sister. I mean, every week we vacuumed, dusted, cleaned the bathrooms at our house. Every week. If we wanted to spend the night out on a Friday night, we had to do it before we left because Saturday morning was chore day. And it, it wasn't going to wait till Saturday afternoon because that was family time. So our family was really structured with that. Ed, on the other hand, 
His mom made up his bed. She picked up his clothes. All of those things. In the morning, what would you like for breakfast, honey? (laughs) Whatever I wanted. And you know what she's saying now that she's in heaven? She's in heaven. She's saying, Ed, you should make up your bed. I know, and Lisa has taught me. She's taught me in these realms. See, that's how iron sharpens iron. In marriage, you learn from one another. You have intimacy. So now we're both improving on on these things, right? We still are. And parenting styles. And two guys, you know what, ladies, let me tell you, guys, we're, we're insecure. You might not think it, ladies. Men, we are so insecure. We are. And it helps us, let me give the women just a hint, it helps us if you'll compliment us even when we don't need to be complimented. It really does. For example, if you just take the plate from the table to the sink and run water over the plate, ladies, just say, honey, that's so, that's so great that you did that. So that helps us so much. And then if you say, let me give you a little suggestion, honey. Take the plate, Ed, and put it in the dishwasher. Okay, that's even better. So just we need an inordinate amount of compliments. And also, too, guys, we need to compliment our beautiful ladies. That's right. As well. It's encouragement. Encouragement. How about parenting styles? You you, you have to talk about parenting styles when you come into... You do? Yes, you do. You need to talk about parenting styles when you come into the relationship because yeah, and that goes you know, back to discipline yeah, and how what, you're raised. But talk yeah, about and, it. and maybe one is more uh, okay, relaxed. And one is more rules driven, and you need to get that on the table before you get married because that's going to be it, you know you don't want it to be a roadblock. And the kids will be able to read that and play one against the other. You've got to give a unified front to your kids. Now, another thing I want to talk about, and this is a shocker that I want to talk about it, is sex. Wow. Look how quiet it got. Wow. Lisa and I wrote this experiment. It's so hilarious. And we went on a book tour. We never have to go to these places, these churches, and say, okay, we're going to talk about sex experiment. It's okay. God made it. God made sex. Just laugh. Let me hear a laugh. We, would, One, we two, wouldn't three. be having baby dedication. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, we wouldn't be we having wouldn't baby, be having baby dedication, dedication if it weren't for that. So let's just talk about it. Because, because you know what we read in this article? Tell them about the frequency 50, issue. Uh, young couples who bring a newborn into their you know, family back home, sex decreases 50%. 50%. So we know that... Th- that <laughs> Some are going, we're not going to have kids. Through, through transition. No, don't, don't do that. No. There's, and, there's, and there's things that weigh into that. For example, let's say you're a parent of multiples. Whoa. The challenge is even greater. Yes. Let's say you're a parent of a disabled child. The challenges are even greater. So you have to think intentionally about preparing for intimacy, a time for your date night. Scheduling a date night. How do you arrange babysitters? How do you, you know, co-op and, and schedule time to to have intimacy even when you don't have a date night? Yeah, you want to have your date night. And what I then... used to do, this is kind of embarrassing, but I used to just, you know, I, I like to sing songs and stuff, and I used to sing this in the morning if I wanted to like think about making a night of lovemaking. Okay, when we had kids, I would I, I would sing this song. I promise you, I I, I took this song um, from the group Queen. I'd wake up in the morning, have some coffee. I would go, boom, boom, boom. It's gonna be a time of love. 
and Lisa knew by that song that night. I have no words. Put the kids down early. So guys, try that. But that is true. I will tell you that is the song that he sings sometimes. Okay. And then it's all about time management. Time you management. Sure you gotta have make time. Prioritize time for your marriage. For your marriage. That's the date night. Prioritize time with friends. That's important because when you're with people who are going in the same direction, have the same goals and priorities, you're strengthening yourself. So make time together and then time for yourselves. One of the things that Ed and I, well, the greatest, I mean, one of the best gifts he's ever given me was when our twins were born and it was Mother's Day weekend coming up. And he said, you know, Lisa, for Mother's Day, I want to give you a trip. Just, you know, maybe you and some friends could go away and, and enjoy some time by yourself. And, you, you know, you've done such a great job with the kids. And I was like, I don't want to go with anybody else. I want to go by myself. I mean, just me. I don't want to chop anybody's meat. I don't want to ask somebody where they want to go. I don't want to take anybody to the restroom. Sorry. I just, you know, no, none of that. I just wanted to be by myself. I need alone times. Mm -hmm. Perhaps it's because Ed sings a lot and I just need to be by no myself. No way, that's so. impossible. <laughs> impossible, I know, but just time for yourself. So when you're first married, you might still have that, those guy nights or girl nights or you know times where you're out with your friends together, but it's important that you're able to individuate. And I even carve out time during the day where I have a moment or two by myself and just recalibrate and gain energy from that. It's very fueling for me. Well, it is, and I'm happy that you do that, that you draw away. And I think it's good to even start those habits, as you mentioned a second ago, when you're newlywed and yeah. when you have a child, because it's not that you can spend maybe as much time away, but have that time, yeah. that, that time where maybe you, Get involved in a recreational pursuit or something that you that you enjoy and you help one another out. And that leads us to our grandparenting. Fav our favorite topic. We now. have so okay, if you're a grandparent, lift your hand. If you're a grandparent. All the different places. Look yeah. at, oh, is my that, word. That is awesome. Let's give the grandparents wow. a hand. Yeah. And we have we have a, people in the balcony. I can't see from the lights, but any grandparents up there? I can't see very well. Yes. Yeah, we do. Yes. Man, this is grandparent central. Being, I love it. Being a grandparent is awesome, but it's somewhat of a dance because as a grandparent, you've been there, done that. You, you kind of know the 411 you, and you see your kids and they're just figuring it out. And they're, um, you know, they're awesome. And the tendency could be that we kind of hover oh. and get a little bit too involved. Helicopter grandparenting. Helicopter grandparent yeah. because now, you know, and, and I've, I've noticed this, you know, I've had to, I'll think something and just because I think it doesn't mean I need to speak it. And, and I step back and inevitably, this is, this is a great part about being a, one of the great parts about being a grandparent. Landra will ask me, mom, how do you, how do you, what would you do? Or how, I can't get her yes. to get sleep through the night. What would you do? And they ask for advice. And that's really the healthy way, you know, to function, not hovering and not, you know, being overbearing as a grandparent, but just being available for support. Anyway. Okay. How about this? Because being a grandparent, you, there's the dance of, okay, this is holiday season. 
this is the holiday season right now. Now we have the whole week of Thanksgiving. Back in the day, it was a couple of days. Now, I mean, and we, I we love, love holidays. It. But I there's this it. dance. Okay, do you, do you go to hang out with this family Thanksgiving? You know, that family, that other side of the family? Christmas, you know, in-laws, outlaws. How do you... Those are, are those real issues or what? No, yeah, 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 okay. Yeah, yeah, that, that's, that's real. So, I almost turned this over. How do we... But Lisa, we decide... Well, you, you tell them what we decided to do a long Ed time ago. Ed and I decided... Well, first of all, you know, as pastors and Fellowship Church does a lot at Christmas time. So at Christmas, I mean, we're here. And it's you know, we're here till late on Christmas Eve. So we have always chosen to create our own holiday traditions. We've spent Christmas morning together, our family. Mm -hmm. But now we're having the situation where we have two son-in-laws. And so thankfully we've been able to get all, everybody on the same schedule. So they will spend either Thanksgiving with us and Christmas with, Mm -hmm. you know, the- But I personally think- Well, swap it out. That's what I'm trying to say. I personally think, it's my personal opinion that it's important to establish like on Christmas those those family traditions. Yes. And then after that, you can go on a boat, train, plane, and go see Mama, you know, and then and, and do that thing. But talk that, to, that's my personal but opinion. Talk but, to your spouse. Yes, talk and, to your spouse. And figure oh, yes. out what works. Don't make best that decision on your, your own. Family. Talk to your spouse. I hope it's been conveyed the passion that we have for you as a family, for you as single adults to grow in your walk with God, to do life well. And that is done through prioritizing Him first and foremost and giving every um, opportunity consideration as to does it help me grow in my walk with God. Because again, the tweet of the day, the ultimate fight is the family because fighting for the family is what the ultimate. Thank you for listening and thanks to all who give so generously to this ministry. It's because of you that we can continue this show and equip people with the hope of heaven. You can click the link in the description to support the show or visit edyoung.com. There you can also be resourced with bonus content for free, including a daily devotional. We also encourage you to share the message today with those around you. Thank you again for listening. God bless.